creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. And we are back. Hello, my name is Min Win, and you're listening to The Lightning Rod. All right, creative folks. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what it's like to moderate an event. So as of December of 2020, me and Tammy and Sheena, we had a big meeting about the future of the creative folks. And we started talking about this new division in our company that is amazing. I cannot stop gushing about it enough. This is, yes, shameless self-promotion time. So we started a new division called Empower Asian America. What does that mean? So in this new division, we are now talking with Asian American and Pacific Islander artists and entrepreneurs in the creative arts and the creative fields about their experiences in those fields as a creative, whether they are in animation, graphic design, whether they are in illustration, freelancing, if they work in a creative field of any kind, they're an author, a comic book artist, et cetera, et cetera. We invite them on and create a space for them to talk about their experiences working in these creative fields as an Asian American, the disadvantages that they might face, the struggle, or how their Asian American experience influences their art or influences their experiences in these creative spaces. I think it's such a wonderful project because Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders we are very much erased from the creative arts. We kill it in STEM. Like we are very overrepresented in the STEM fields, but anything outside of that, like in the music industry, in the performing arts, looking at Hollywood, like we are severely, painfully underrepresented. So I'm really passionate about this event. So if you want to check it out and you want to see more about it, hear more about it, All the links are provided. We will talk about it on our Instagram page. We also talk about it on LinkedIn. I have the links to everything on LinkedIn. I do it once a month because our panel event is once a month. You just have to look out for it on our social media platforms. So with that being said, I started moderating this event with Tammy and I learned very quickly there was a lot of issues with the way that I moderate and I'm still learning. Obviously, I am no professional at it. Obviously, on this channel and on this account, I have interviewed many guests in the past. I have had lots and lots of guests come in, but it's very different than me sitting alone with a guest and me interviewing them privately in our studio, pre-recorded, and then you guys listening to it in the privacy of your homes versus me talking live with a guest, even though it's been over Zoom, there's still a live audience there and we have to keep a schedule with everyone's own schedules, especially because a lot of our events, they take place on a work night where people get off work and they have work the next day. So we have to be respectful of people's time and we have to be respectful of their schedules. So one of the things that I learned about empower Asian America and how to be a better moderator is to talk very slowly. I really do not talk slow. Okay. Like I had to learn that over time, even over podcasting, I had to learn how to really slow down my tempo. 
and the way that I talk because I tend to talk really quickly and not to call out anybody, not to call out names, but I listen to myself talk back over just literally an old podcast episode of me talking and oh my lord yeah I was talking at the speed of light and I kind of reminded me of a couple youtubers I watch there are some youtubers I watch and they talk at the speed of light and I'm like I cannot understand I need to actually put on the subtitles at the bottom to understand what they're saying so that was something that I had to learn how to do and I'm still practicing it I'm still learning so it's just something that I had to practice over time. And the best tool that I can offer is I had to just listen to myself talk over and over again in multiple recordings. I would read maybe a poem and I would read it the way that I typically do when I am not focused on how slow or how fast I talk. I would just read it exactly how I would read it if I was not being recorded. And I noticed how quickly I was reading through it. So then I would read it over again very aware of the situation. And then I would play back those two recordings and then just, again, practice over and over and over again. So that really helped me slow down my tempo and slow down my speed. But that's just one tool that I use. If there's another method that you guys use, please let me know. I would love to hear it. So that was number one. And actually, funny enough, that was the first thing I got called out for in my evaluation. The second thing I learned, and this is something I learned over time with moderating an event is especially over Zoom, you cannot keep track of everything. You need to just focus on the task at hand. So in the past, I would be so focused on reading the comments and I would be focused on my person that I'm interviewing. I would be focused on the time limit. So that's like three different things that I'm focused on. Stay micromanaged. We ha have the luxury at the creative folks of having another teammate at the conferences at all times, moderating the chat and giving us the questions, leave that to them. You focus on you, you focus on the task at hand, focus on the person that you are interviewing. If that is your sole task, that is your sole task. Don't distract yourself. And again, this advice is specific for Zoom meetings. Obviously, if you are moderating in a public space, you typically won't have access to that. I've only moderated in a public space one other time. So in that particular incident, I didn't even have access to a computer to see the online questions coming in. That was someone else's job. So now that I'm moderating in my office, but through Zoom, I have access to the same Zoom calls everyone else does. So I can see all the comments, I can see everything. So stay focused, one task, one job, that's it, okay? So then the third thing I've learned over my time moderating is you want to keep the flow going with the person you're interviewing, okay? So at The Creative Folks, we always meet with the person that we interview about a day beforehand, or if we don't meet with them a day or two beforehand, we will meet with them about 45 minutes to an hour before the meeting starts, before the actual Zoom session starts, okay? So in that time, we just run through the script, we run through the questions, and I always give a disclaimer that if they happen to answer one of the questions 
or two of the questions at the same time, if they hit all three of the questions, then we're just going to move on. And I might ask them another question that I didn't prep them for, just so they're aware of the situation. And every single time they've been very receptive of it. They know that like, I'm not going to ask anything offensive. I'm not going to ask anything out there. And before that, I will always double check to see what is out of their comfort zone, or if there's a non-disclosure agreement that they they signed where they can't talk about that, we always ask beforehand. We always, always ask, is there anything that you are uncomfortable talking about for a personal reason or a professional reason? Please let us know and we will steer clear of that. But if they don't list that and we're good to go, then I will ask them a question that is extra that I didn't prepare them for. And nine times out of 10, it's been actually no 10 out of 10. It's been very successful. We've not had an issue with that. So go with the flow of the of the event. You don't have to stick perfectly to the script. Okay. So if there's a situation which it did happen last time, where my special guest answered all three of my questions in a row. So I was like, awesome. She answered them all in such a perfect manner. And I just made it clear to the audience. And I said, hey, wow, you know, so-and-so answered all of these questions. So I'm gonna move on to my final question or I'm gonna move on to the next question on my list. And I will tell the audience, these were the questions that I was going to ask, but so-and-so answered them all perfectly in that one answer. So then I'll move on to the next question. You just wanna go with the flow with the with the guest and see how they answer the questions okay that's the biggest one is you have to be good at improvising you have to be good at reading the room essentially and it also means you have to be good at being an audience member as well being attentive to what your guest is saying because oftentimes if they're saying something i kind of have to predict what my audience wants to ask them. So I will ask them a question as if I'm an audience member, if we're not scripted. That's if they answered all my questions and I need to improvise another question. I'll think about what genuinely just what's on my mind, like, or what could be on the audience's mind. And that's what I do to fill in that extra space or that extra time that they have left for me. That is the second thing I learned is you have to improvise a lot sometimes. You There's a lot of improvisation. There's a lot of going with the flow of the event because it is a live event and you want to keep the flow going. You want to keep it entertaining for your guest. Okay. So then the third thing I learned is you have to give a lot of space for your audience member to ask questions. We're in a business where we want people to have this open dialogue and we want to leave that space for them. So we wanted to get that flow going where we have people asking questions, starting that dialogue, especially for our events, because these are Asian Americans. A lot of our guests come from the Asian American background, the Asian American experience. And this is probably one of the first times that they're meeting on a very intimate level, another Asian American in this field. So we always try to get to every single person's question. And that's something that we still are working on because sometimes we don't get to everybody, but that's okay. That is something that we try, but we always try to leave that space 
even if we go over the event, that's okay. That is the big thing for advice number three. Sometimes you will go over your event. You will go over the mark. And if you can record the event, good God, do so. Please do so. Okay. That's brings me to my next advice. And this is specifically again for Zoom. If you can afford to record the event, please do so. Good Lord, please. There are so many events I see over Zoom that they don't record. And I understand why they don't record it. They really want audience participation. They want you to be physically there at the event. I respect that. I totally, totally understand. I get it. But at the same time, we are really respectful of people's schedules. We are respectful that some people cannot make it that really, really want to make it. So we try to entice people to come to our events with giveaways or with some kind of special incentive. But we also understand that there's a lot of people that can't make it. And our ultimate goal at the end of the day is we want education. So our goals are a little bit different, but we always record our events. And that's my general advice for anyone who listens and works at a company, please record. I've seen Netflix do it already. Don't quote me on that, but I've been to a couple of their workshops and they typically record their events, which is awesome. I wish more people did. But with that being said, that's my big advice on Zoom sessions. Use Zoom to your full capacity. And then the final thing I've learned so far when it comes to hosting and moderating an event is you really want to keep it relaxed and conversational. Don't keep it so scripted. That's something that I really did the first couple times was I tend to rely too heavily on a script. And if that's your thing, and if that's your company brand, more power to you. That's just not what I typically like out of moderating. I typically like moderation when it comes or that's not a word, (laughs) but I typically like to talk to people like we are out to coffee. We're on a coffee date or we're on a lunch date and we just happen to have an audience of about 50 to 100 people listening in on us. But I like to keep it very conversational and don't be scared in that specific instance to talk about a little bit about you, relate to your guests. Again, you're having a conversation with them, but don't make it about you. Don't make it about you. Good God, don't. Because right now, it's not about you. It's about the special guests that you bring on. So you can mention something that is inconsequential. For example, I made a little bit of a mistake when I brought a guest on and I started, we were talking about the Asian American experience in dating and we were talking about I forgot the topic that came up, but I then I started talking about my parents when they were in French colonization. And then a person in the audience asked a question to me, the moderator, asking about my experience. I was like, oh, no, oops, no, no. I, I said a little too much because that's taking attention away from our guests. This is not the min-win panel. This is our special guest's time. So that was a faux pas that I did that I'm careful of. So in the future, whenever I moderate an event, I will most likely say, oh yeah, me too. That that spe- that event, I can relate. That, that definitely happened to me too. But I won't go into specifics. I won't go into too much detail because while I said to keep it conversational, we also want to keep it focused and micromanaged on your guest. This is your guest's time. This is their spotlight. 
don't take attention away from them. So keep it loose, keep it conversational, but keep it informative and keep it, frankly, it's a little like sad to say, but keep it a little bit more one-sided because right now your guest is the spotlight. So I hope that helps. I hope that that was really helpful for you guys. I'm still learning. I might make another episode about this maybe a year from now, six months from now when I've moderated more panels, but those were the first initial things that I've learned over the last three or four sessions paneling. So with that being said, my name is Min Nguyen and I am signing out. Bye. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.